welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bachelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman i'm addicted to sabrina the teenage witch i mean how could you not i have loved it in every incarnation the cartoon the abc sitcom and the netflix show okay i'm (laughs) talking about the abc sitcom and so good I want to have a lot of questions about the animatronics behind um, the cat. Salem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have similar questions. Like, he looks great, but he has so many forms. Yeah. You know, like, he moves, he... How many puppets do you think they have? Right, exactly. I was like, oh my god, how many Salems are there? Anyways, I feel like, I know I watched it when I was younger, but I feel like I'm really, really, truly re-experiencing it right now in a, in a more yeah. adult fashion. Where the jokes are hitting me hard, and I go, "That's nice. that's fucking funny," you know. <laughs> and then, obviously, really appreciate Salem's addiction to snacks. Well, I mean, it feels powerful. On a similar note, I've started a Bewitched rewatch, and it's the first time I've been through the series Ooh. like episode in order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've so, never done that. No. Similar witchy vibes for this season. That's and good. I am also loving it. So wait, so where is way. Bewitched <laughs> streaming? Um, I actually have it on my iTunes because um, oh. I don't know. I made a good decision clearly many a year ago you bought to it get all? it. I never really watched it. You bought it all? So, yeah, I did. It was on like sale. I wouldn't have bought it if it wasn't super cheap. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure it's on streaming like Hulu actually or something. It might like not that. be though. You don't know. You don't know. I hope things so. disappear. <laughs> what things are just, right now, things are just forever moving between Netflix and Hulu. That's true. Like, it's like, Unreliable. Netflix doesn't have um, Shit's Creek anymore, and in, oh, within yeah. 24 hours, it's on Hulu. You're like, you guys, like, what? Like, I feel like it's moving around more than that even, too, because I feel like the amount of times I'm like, fuck, I have to go on Paramount Plus or Peacock or mm-hmm, whatever is just mm-hmm. insane. Oh, my goodness. Someone's joining us. Hello. Are you gonna permit us to see your video, or are you gonna? Are you feeling shy? <laughs> I don't know how. How do I turn on video? Um. Well, I would suggest you hit the video button. But no. Oh, oh, there. There it anything. is. I can't. I can't see anything. You can't. Oh, I guess I don't know about. Com- uh, you're on your phone. I am on my phone. Well, we can we see have you. Power. We can see you. We can see you big time. <laughs> I can see you now. Hi. Oh, good. Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome here to the, to our little world. Well, it's a fun little world. I'm glad you're back from your hiatus, and I'm glad oh, that you're not pathetic. sick. I, I heard that Derek was sick. Are you, were you sick? I know, Derek. I sick. You know what? How are you? Cold, you had just a cold. I'm feeling good. 
I like honestly, it was a brutal cold though. I don't get sick often, so even like this like slightest illness is enough to like take me out. Mm. <laughs> he's saying he's weak. He's pathetic. He's, <laughs> I'm he's... weak. I'm pathetic. I'm waiting for some. And I, you know, can't fight a mere cold. <laughs> just waiting for a, a, sure, a small breeze to just blow you over. <laughs> yeah, you're a piece of uh, paper. Shockingly, yeah. <laughs> you're basically a piece of paper, a twig. Um, okay. A twig. Um, yeah. I just called Derek a twig. Um, Love it. Not to be get con- Wait, not, is that the sound check? Listen, not to be confused with twink. I'm not calling him a twink. I called him a twig, and no one's allowed to attack me for it. Okay. Um, no, we are back after a what I would call massive hiatus. If you care about us, um, massive. To How me, massive. massive. No, not massive. I'm saying only if you care. Not that massive. Several, maybe a month. Plus, I was being um, a little bitch. That's a hiatus. I was, I was being a little bitch when it came to work. Um, but we're back. And um, and then, but last week, Derek, Derek was not up to snuff to be sharing his lovely voice with us. But now he's here. <laughs> and, oh, it's really hard to say not he's here. He's queer. Get used to it. <laughs> at what point when did that when did that phrase start and then like get like embedded into all of our like minds i'm here i'm queer get used I to it don't know i feel like i should know but i don't i want to <laughs> say it was the birdcage robin sure. williams and and kevin klein kevin klein not but the birdcage is not robin williams and kevin klein you asshole i know okay I know. it's Na- it's nathan lane okay nathan lane i know okay um <laughs> Anyways, if anyone knows when that phrase became pop culture, I'd like to know. But we... <laughs> Call in. Please dial in. I would love if we had callers, to be honest. That'd be great. I know. <laughs> I, I still have my landline. No one's been calling it lately. Um, okay. So, that being said, tonight we're chatting with Jason Chatfield, um, New Yorker cartoonist, president of the National Cartoonist Society, my friend, our friend, a stand-up comedian, an, an, an Aussie, if you will. Um, he, he does all sorts of things, and he's always working, and, he's, and you know what? He's on the job, and tonight he's here with us. What else? I'm on the job. You're on the this job. It feels like you're on the job. Yeah. I'm on the job! <laughs> and we're going to find out what kind of job you were on this weekend. I assume there's some job, you know? Yes. Yes. There was well, actually, for the first time in a long time, I actually took a weekend <gasps> at the insistence of Sophie, your wife, my wife, your wonderful uh, wife, because the previous weekend I was in Columbus for the CXC, the Comics Crossroads right. Festival, and then before that I was in, you know, I was in Kansas City for the Rubin Awards, sure. the National Cartoon Society Rubin Awards. So I haven't really been home for a weekend for a while. Mm-hmm. So she it. insisted. She put it in the calendar. She put in the word weekend in the calendar. Yeah, like you're not, you're simply not allowed. Well, what a perfect weekend for us to speak to yeah. you about then. That you were, you were on forced, yeah. forced rest, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> forced rest, yes. Okay, Jason, then let's yeah. just get into it. Friday, what'd you do? Friday. Okay, so Friday night, we'd been hanging back on watching this thing on Netflix that Sophie really wanted to see. Oh my god, what is it? There was a. So it's a Netflix film called Luckiest Girl Alive. Oh my god, my mom called me and, and told me the whole plot. 
yesterday. Alex's mom told me. <laughs> really? <laughs> watch yeah, my mom too. called me. My mom called me and told me the entire wow. plot. Okay, no, you tell. Now you tell us. Wow. Okay, I want to hear it again. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it. Sure, to we're not here to spoil. But, um, <laughs> but it was. I didn't know really what it was about. I saw a brief trailer. You know, when Netflix shows you like the brief. Of course, trailer of course. Yeah, thing at the top. I was like, oh, that looks fun. It's set in New York, and I like Mila Kunis, and this looks interesting. Did not know it wasn't a rom Oh my god, it it's in literally no way. <laughs> in li- in, not even in the Not even planet. in the slightest sense. No, and uh, I didn't know that. And I we got, so we went and walked down to John Giovanni, got pizza mm-hmm. on 9th Avenue, and picked it up in store. Terrible idea. We wanted to save money by picking it up. I do that too now because it's seamless. The prices, Nightmare. the prices they are yeah. tacking on to deliveries are unreal. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's like they gave you free delivery for the longest sure. time, and now they're Serv- like, service <laughs> fee, convenience yes. fee, tax, and you go wait a what? And then and then uh, yeah. sometimes there's like a new like emotional well being for the staff fee. Have you seen that? I have <laughs> yeah. seen that. <laughs> And then That's on top of that, real. you're tipping as well. And then so you t- like and then you go. Lot, yeah. There's yeah. $30 basically added to your order. It's insane. So to stave off paying all that bullshit, mm-hmm. we walked, you know, the six blocks to uh, to the pizza shop. Worst idea I've ever had. At this point, I want to pay the emotional support tax because <laughs> it was a nightmare. Why? Just just walking in there at peak hour on a Friday night. Oh. The, it was full. There were people everywhere. There, I was asked to move six times before I even sure. got to ask, hey, can I pick my up order. my order? And then one guy's like, one guy's like, get out of the way. And I was like, I would love to get out of the way. <laughs> can you just give me my pizza? <laughs> Oh, help me help I, you. I was angry. And I, right. And I've never walked out of a pizza shop with a pizza in my hands being angry. But sure. here I was, an angry man with a pizza walking down the street. <laughs> That's pretty, that is a specific feeling. And I'd say I've yes. seen few of those people in my life. Well, I'm one of uh-huh. them. And so we sat, we sat and we watched that film and boy, did I get a surprise that it was not a rom-com? It was a... Oof, I have a horrible joke I want to make. Okay, everyone? I'm going to say it, and then you don't get to get mad at me because I'm prefacing. I'm prefacing, <laughs> and I'm scene. allowed yeah. to say it because I'm a woman. Okay? Um, I would call it... Uh, is it a rape-com? But um bum <laughs> And I'm and I'm the only one that's allowed to say it. And I think I I'd laugh mm. my ass off if I said that on stage, and no one else would laugh. <laughs> oh my god! But it is no, it's a, mm. a horrifying film. I was supposed I, I to no, it's, it's, it's like yeah. traumatizing. School shooting subplot or something, right? That's mm-hmm. just in, I feel like they threw so much into this, and I can't fathom how it connects together. It just, I, I, it's oof. a book, right? It was a book before. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you know what? And I'm only going off intel from my mother, okay? Um, (laughs) I'm only going off intel from your mother. Well, most people are. On most days. (laughs) On most days, we're just trying. Well, I actually, um, I worked with Luna, (laughs) dyslexia, Luna Mikis, Mila Kunis for a hot second there and we were working on a TV show together and I had a few Zooms with her and I was just devastated by her beauty in just a Zoom, just yep. a Zoom call. In a, in a casual yeah. Zoom camera, 
her camera, <laughs> home lighting. You know, she doesn't have any makeup yep. on. She's just sitting, like, at home talking to me. Yep. And I'm, like, I'm, bef- I'm befuddled. <laughs> I and, and I feel so ugly. I'm, like, looking at how I look in my camera, you know? And I'm looking at the lighting, and I'm going, well, I don't look like Mila at all. Like, I'm blotchy. I'm red. I even put, like, the beauty filter that Zoom has, and it didn't... It didn't do much for me, okay? She didn't even and need She the didn't need film. it. She didn't she's need like it. walking around her house with the camera like just like this, just like moving around and it's just she's just like emanating. Oh my god. She's cool though. I really I really like her and I like the work she does. <laughs> I'm serious, so I mean, we didn't end up doing that project. Yeah. But we had a few zooms and and anyways, um <sighs> We like Mila, okay? Um, we like Mila. We like Mila. We like. And then you, you like, watched the movie, and did you like the movie though? I I mean, Ew, maybe you didn't. I I think I thought it was going to be something other than it was, mm-hmm. right. and so because of that, I was like, "What the? What? Hang on, there's gore and there's yeah. murder and yeah. there's." Spoiler alert, there's just like a lot of very traumatizing. I gotta watch this thing. Content okay, in. I gotta see it. Yeah. It sounds up my ass. I love movies like that, though, there's, where I feel like yeah. your expectations are so. If they're like. I, I saw Halloween ends last week. Oh, you did? Feeling about uh, that. I is it good? I feel like I can't even talk about whether I liked it or not because oh, it just wasn't my... what I was expecting. <gasps> no way, and Derek. I'm still kind of, you know, un. un, un uh, packing it i guess so i feel okay like you have to go to therapy like over halloween ends i'm seeing it this <laughs> friday and okay i mean i'll talk to you next week i guess yeah i don't want to say anything other than it's just, but it you're still unpacking movie. it which means a lot yeah okay all right yeah. all right mm-hmm. sets the stage I, speaking of watching halloween movies i did enjoy your account on substack of watching um focus focus the sequel to Hocus Pocus. Oh my god. Uh, the long awaited. Yeah. The long awaited sequel. In that apartment that oh basically god. is a set piece from Uncoupled. Yeah. It was the most insane, beautiful apartment I've ever witnessed in all my years. And you think sometimes yeah. you live in New York for almost ten years, you've seen nice places. <laughs> you go Oh, no. I've seen I've seen a nice place. You know, I found myself in a nice apartment going, well, this is a nice place. And this knocked yeah. everything out of the park and also made you cower in shame as you left. Like, right. five-bedroom, wraparound oh view. I can't even begin to say how beautiful this home was. And, like, and then, and yet, to still not be able to figure out how to work the TV... That's pretty funny. Is I I was beside myself in laughter. Like like <laughs> to see five women in their thirties in Adults. in such decadence and yet and then yeah. sit there and go, well, what about what if you plugged it? Well, wait a second. Now what? Uh, we could we could. Um, what about mirror 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 screen sharing? Mirror it? Can we mirror it? And like and just going on and on of like. Well, I, okay. Well, I brought my Roku. You know, and uh, is there a plug? Is there a plug nearby? And then it went like, it went on for so long, and but we were able to eventually walk watch the film only. You have to be a paid subscriber on my Substack to really know the truth of this evening. And, um, you know, <laughs> now I sound like a real narcissist. You want to know me, huh? 
<laughs> you want to know the intimate details I'm a, I'm of a my life? Um, but uh, oh my god! But all that being said, I fucking love Tokyo's Focus too. What the yes, fuck? Did. It is funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yes. Yeah, against all odds. Again, truly against all odds, because to to do a sequel thirty years later and yeah. and say we feel confident, you know, and like I think we're gonna, <laughs> you know, I think we're still gonna be relevant. And um, they did such a great job, and I and I wrote this on my newsletter, and I still stand by it. The only downside is Sarah Jessica Parker is just kind of not hitting it. Everyone mm. else is great. Everyone's awesome, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, in a way, I think she. A, it's like she forgot who her character was, or or she was trying to make her character more evolved, which is stupid to do in Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, yeah. But I totally. sort of feel that way about, like, Winifred, too, though. I feel like I both didn't. of them you sort really? of tweaks. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel this, it I, towards her. I really... I really liked the movie. Me I too. don't know if I bought the ending emotional beats. Oh uh, well, yeah, they didn't. They really did push yeah. for a more of an emotional ending than a yeah. than a I mean, focus ending. To their ending. credit, I do mm. think the prologue was supposed to sort of like adjust Sarah and Winifred enough to maybe yeah. have that work. I guess I didn't. was really maybe. okay with everything except for Sarah Jessica Parker lost her comedic timing because Sarah, her role in the first film is so slapstick. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. is so just a little bit more depraved. Yeah, very. You know, I love yeah. boys. I love boys. You know, and she's yeah. like, I'm the hot one. Yeah. You know, it's great. You love like it. Like a crazed, horny witch. Yeah, and she's got the rat tail hidden in the up in the banister mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And and she was being a little less of that. And I felt a little upset with Sarah Jessica Parker. I was like, I see as an older woman, maybe you're saying, I don't want to play that role anymore. I'd like her to have some more nuance, but do that, do that literally anywhere else. Don't do that in Hocus Pocus too. Like yeah, do that in your sex in the city reboot. Yeah, exactly. Which they're filming, you know, around the corner from my apartment. I've been like, do I start socking? How much involvement do I want? Um, yeah. Anyways, but I, I'm ready to watch it again because all for the Walgreens scene. The Walgreens scene's the oh, height God. of comedy. I, I, Which I seems like a paid advertisement at this point. I think it is, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, it is. Didn't you see that works. Walgreens put up a... Co- no, 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 no. It is a, it is a paid advertisement. Okay, no, no, no. You're right because... <laughs> it's placement. The, it's oh, it's wow. product placement and there are now Walgreens commercials with Hocus Pocus 2. It's all like, wow. come okay. in, it's be very ghoulish. <laughs> and then, and that's okay. surely how they got the the whole thing funded. Um, well, I guess that's where everyone buys a lot of their Halloween candy. Yeah, it's not. You know what? Too. To say that Halloween is not tied into Walgreens is a lie. We it's CVS and Walgreens are a large yeah. part of Halloween, and we're all getting our decorations yeah. there for sure. Well, when I moved to America, I lived right near a Dwayne Reed, mm-hmm. and I it was always like I had my first Halloween here. And, like proper Halloween. Right. Like we in Australia, we don't really do it. We don't yeah. really celebrate yeah. it. Some kids trick or treat, and it's weird. <laughs> um, like because they're alone. Yeah. You know? No, that is weird. <laughs> like that is weird. It's not like there's a lot of kids running around the street. Yeah. They're just strangers going up to strangers' houses. That's more of a horror thing. film, actually. That's a horror film. Yeah, dressed as something. Yeah. Going, Give you're me like, free food. Hmm, wait a second. You're basically beggars at this point. So <laughs> it. It's when I came here and I and I saw how like into it America got. Like it's a holiday. It's like, a it's big a deal. Serious month long thing. Absolutely. I was like 
staggered by how there was a pop-up on avenue a of like and another one on houston that was just all halloween it was like yeah. a giant where like a huge store are you just speaking of the and... store spirit <laughs> are you talking about spirit <laughs> I mean... which is a movie no. i think starting this week oh my god oh you're right <laughs> it's it's so overwhelming how like, like and and again so the Dwayne reed was like completely decked out and everything every shelf was halloween yeah of course by about the first of september it was of course yeah no i mean it they already turns it's over it's already christmas and um yeah and oh some other God. stores around in brooklyn christmas. so you know they move fast um <laughs> that's terrifying so friday night okay oh yeah so friday night you did that i then, wish basically. i'd watch hocus pocus too but you watched I watched full. The Luckiest Girl Alive. Okay, I'm going to watch that this week, though. Alive? She's, I mean, <laughs> I think it's that she's alive, basically, right? I, spoiler alert, she's alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing is, every time I watch a, a movie shot in Manhattan, especially something that you know was kind of shot during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you notice, like, so there's no masks in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. No, Not a mask in sight. But then I think they mention at some point that it's set in 2016 mm. i don't i'm not 100% on that but i want to say it's between 2016 2015 something like that but uh but it is weird to see like how we had movies with masks in them and then now we don't yeah and it only took about a year yeah well i know as just as an artist i say i don't want to draw people wearing masks i'm bored yeah i, I mean, don't want to draw but you can't it. do like, expressions you can't no, it's draw stupid like I, I like i get oh. the actual health and safety but i'm like i don't want to incorporate it into my fucking work like sure. I, I mean marvel has been doing it and dc have been doing it for their entire careers but yeah that's, a good that's another thing. story but uh so yeah, so I regret. I I want to say I regretted watching it because then I had to, you know, go to sleep. You had to feel sad. And yeah, mm-hmm. belly full of pizza and a sad rape film. So that's not exactly a great. <laughs> great Friday. Is that the title of this episode? I think it could oh be. Uh, well, oh, if if it were up to me and no one would ever get mad at me, it'd be called rape com. But I can't. I can't do it. I am not allowed legally. Um, oh boy. Oh, okay. Love it. Okay, Derek. Your Friday uh, after we haven't heard from you in all this time. I I will say my Friday wasn't too eventful. Um, I will say two factors that sort of ran through the weekend for me is my husband was on call until like past midnight on Thursday night for like a week. So he, Alex, was super tired Mm -hmm. the entire weekend, like zombie-like. And we also, months ago, we had bought tickets because this weekend was for New Yorkers, BravoCon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we yeah, bought the tickets. I know. Honestly, we had bought tickets a while back, and then sort of realized that like it just wasn't feasible, like the amount of time and money and effort. I'm so sorry. Wait a second. Go. Were you going to come to New York? <laughs> uh, this was months ago. I literally, I think I, I might have told you, or maybe I didn't, because I was still really unsure of whether I was going to do it or not. <laughs> I don't remember Uh-oh. this at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we didn't end up going. So right. Nothing to be heard okay. About. Okay. <laughs> but one of the factors that ran through the weekend is I had like a major case of FOMO, like updating Twitter oh, and Reddit. Yeah. And yeah. Would've it was trending the whole weekend. Literally, I there's so many drunken fan fights, like. <laughs> I, just, I really wish I had been there. It seems like my my special place would have been this weekend. It there, would so. have been, and Sad. then I would have seen you. Oh my god! Now I'm upset. Okay, now I'm upset. Maybe next I, year. I, 
I should say <laughs> I I live right by the Javits Center, and the uh-huh. people that were coming out of that place. <laughs> I am sure. Wow! Holy crap! You know how <laughs> a most special events... breed of person. Oh, ve- yeah, very distinct. <laughs> You know how most um, like big events, you know, like Comic Con or anything like that, there's like food trucks around. Yeah. There's like you know, none of that beauty trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol and beauty is like that's the it. Two oh, markets that's that, like, literally are, like leeching on. Yeah. 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 Sky vodka. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. It was overwhelming. We, we walked the dog past it. And we're like, what's happening? And then I, and then I was like, oh, Bravo Con. And yeah. And this is what like, the shit what's show that? Is. I'm like. I can't explain it. If you don't know, I can't explain it. <laughs> is yeah. this where... in from Florida for that. So yeah. What was that? Is this where they announced the new Real Housewives of New York cast? Yeah, they did, which okay. everyone, including myself, is a little upset about, but I will I will still give them a shot. But Will yeah, you tell I me, I mean, some... as a person who knows nothing, will you tell me why you're mm-hmm. upset? It's hard to say. It's like, I feel like Roni... I mean, it's historically been one of the lower-rated ones. I yeah. feel like every franchise has such a different sort of brand and feel. And I feel like Roni was very campy. Mm-hmm. Um, it had, like, an older cast. A lot of the women were, like, older than a lot of the other franchises. And all, like, old Upper East Side, very great gardens, too, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, women... That's my favorite category of people. Honestly, truly, it's such a funny show. I think where things started to go awry is, of course, people of that age, specifically, like, white narcissist women, uh, are definitely going to have maybe some problematic takes and stuff sure. like that. And I feel uh, like racist, it did start... Sure. Yeah, it started to get to a point where I think there it was getting too toxic, but I do think the show was... It had such a big gay following because of how campy it was. And so I think, to, in Bravo's defense, I think they were really stuck in a hard place of, like not wanting to like condone the toxic sort of mm. dynamic that had developed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know if it was a great look or if many people are excited. It's not serving about... them. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they've fired like these women who have been, we've been watching for like 13 years, for better or worse, you know, who are like in their 60s and stuff like that and replaced them with a bunch of like young 30 something women. Yeah, and that'll upset people no matter. Who I mean, people have already also found out that some of them have pretty bad takes politically on Twitter and stuff sure. anyway so it does feel like I don't know I'm also of the belief too that after a certain like wealth point I think a lot of people just have terrible takes on shit yeah they, they yeah. got so, that's the whole plot of oh my god okay we'll get to yeah, the and I, I, I guess this I think Housewives I think specific, specifically I think so many people love it because it is one of the very few things where like women who are older really are like the center of the story and their mm-hmm. relationships are the center and I feel like it's sort of sad, I guess, to be going back to, like, younger people after sure, these women gave sure. us 13 years. You know, I, I'm really torn about the whole thing, but I think that that's sort of why people are a little upset, I think. I see but what you're The big saying. question that I have is, <laughs> did they announce the cast of the new season of Below Deck Down Under? Oh, oh my, my god. god. I'm so I happy. Mean... Do you watch that? Because I'm obsessed with it. I am literally... <laughs> Frank's a big fan. I... As, oh my god. as someone who only watches Bravo shows on airplanes. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah that's when you watch season. Below Deck. That's a Death. perfect place for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I oh got obsessed. God. I flew home to Australia <laughs> in April, and that's a 20 hours of flying. Yeah. So yes. I caught up on every single season. Oh, my God. Of oh every God. single, of Blow Deck. Deck. And I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I just constantly, I watched the whole, all of it back to back. It's so addictive. I, it's Compelling. weird. I can't really marathon Housewives, but I can marathon Below Deck. Like, yeah. just sit me on my couch and I will not leave. Right. <laughs> but Captain yeah. Jason was there. Um, they did not... <laughs> They did not announce the new cast. I'm like praying uh, that Toomey is is in it because I love mm-hmm. she's my favorite from Below Deck. Right. But I think we might have to wait for a casting announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. Captain Jason is there. That's great. Yes. Um, so yeah, I that was the the two running things for me on Friday night. I did to keep with our witch vibe. Yeah. Um, I saw the craft at Cinespia. Oh, how fun! Um, oh, you saw it. Yeah. And and in the in the Hollywood Forever. No, that would have been really magical. Yeah. Sadly, I don't know why they changed locations for this screening. Oh. Uh, yeah. So it was just at a park downtown. It's still beautiful. Sure, but not cemetery, a cemetery. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Been more the craft is this. Is that the Nev Campbell? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> my, I remember my movie. my sister after seeing that film would uh, she dyed her hair black and dressed all in black. <laughs> yeah, of course she did. I mean, I wanted to too. Yeah. I feel like it was yeah. the sleepover movie for like teenagers mm-hmm. and everyone wanted to I think yeah, dabble in that. Yeah. That's so, on my list for this month obviously. I haven't watched that one yet. I've been watching everything, but I haven't watched The Craft this month and I oddly get really like I like I love The Craft. It's one of the mm-hmm. like I don't get scared that often with like movies I've seen so much, but she's mm-hmm. scary in the craft. Like she's legit Carissa? scary. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy but she's scary in every movie. <laughs> like she really frightens me in a specific way. Um, and I, but I love her, you know, I appreciate her scare. Um, but well, that's fun. Okay. So you did that. Anything else to report? No, I love that was my Friday. That's good. Friday. I texted Chatfield this because um my dog margie's got a new fond love with um (laughs) it's so fucked because as i finally make my space in the dog park community okay as i finally start to make some fucking friends and i go i feel accepted here i feel like i have people's phone numbers you know like we are chatty we're having fun okay So the dog park we go to, of course, isn't really a dog park. It's just a park that is, you know, kind of run amok by dogs. And it is fully on the water in Greenpoint. But Margie, up until now, in the past two years, has not figured out that she could get in the water. The East River, of course, <laughs> I mean by water. Okay? Oh my so God. she hasn't figured it out in two years. And so I thought she'd never figure it out. Like, I thought she'd just <laughs> run around in the park like a good girl um play with her friends and never notice that she is sitting on the dock of the bay of course right um and i'm there with all my new friends and i'm so big on like community so this is again i'm like on cloud nine it literally was like this week that i finally had like an emotional breakthrough with like making friends at the dog park and or friends that i actually liked we'll put it that way okay and um and then all of a sudden where's margie um, Margie, first initially, whether it's kind of like there's this little embankment before it gets to the river, and then she's there's a one little pole missing in the in the fence line around this nasty little area that's obviously filled with dead rats, you know, and she's 
nestles her way through the fence line and is rolling. You know, and dogs do that thing where they roll in something, which only means something is dead there. They're trying to cover (laughs) themselves in some nasty stench. And I yep. can't get through it. I'm like, I can't. It's like a freaking barbed wire, basically. And I'm like yelling at her. I'm like, get out of there. You're disgusting. You know? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Get out. And I and so finally, I realized, I'm not, she's not going to get out on her own because she's too happy. You know? And I'm having to go all the way around the fence line, come around where there's a slight opening for humans, <laughs> not dogs. And I come back in. And then she's like, whoo-hoo. I'm going to play a game with you. Like, I'm going to fuck with you now. You're not going to come get me, okay? <laughs> so then, and it's the, in this moment, so this is kind of all up, and there's like four steps down into the water. She looks down, and she realizes there's water. And my dog loves water more than anything in this life. Like, she wants to be swimming. She's a Labrador. Like, shit, no shit, okay? And so I'm looking at her, and I go, no, don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare. And I have no power over Margie, obviously. And, um... <laughs> She dares, and um, and there. <laughs> I wish I could get the image right of this, all of this. So she's like, it's, there's a little bridge that goes over this area. So she dives into the water. If you could see the imagery of a dog diving down into the water under a bridge, looking out through the bridge at Manhattan, <laughs> it couldn't be more like, I'm fucking free, bitches. Like, I'm getting the yeah. fuck out of here. I'm going to Manhattan. Okay? And she's I was waiting for her. Going. The other end. I know. She's just, <laughs> here I am. I'm on my way to Alphabet City. Okay? And she's just, she's beelining for it. And then, of course, I can't stop laughing because it is very, I'm, you know, I'm mad, but I'm like, okay, this is very funny, you know? Um, and uh, and then all my new dog park friends, we're all laughing because they just ever, you know, all the other dogs are freaking out because they're watching Margie go and they're too, and then and I'm running around trying to get her to stop it. But I, at that point, you go, I can't. She's wet. I can't be like, get out of the water. You're wet. It doesn't matter now. You know, like you are wet. And Frank's and then Frank's like, Hillary, you're not stopping it. And I'm like, why? Well, I'm not gonna get in. You know, like she's gonna come back. But I'm at this point, you know. Say, you know, she's gonna do it. It's already there. It's already happening. Okay, (laughs) so it's done. She's running. She's pretty far out in the East River, but she's such a good swimmer. I'm like, no, I'm like, okay. I go, all right, all right, come back. Like you, she can get the ferry back. Yeah, she continues to do this for the next. She jumps in. She jumps out. She jumps in. She jumps out. Like she's like, uh, this is very fun for me. And then I realize though, (laughs) in all of her, she's got the zoomies hardcore. You know. Jumping in and out of the water, going over huge little, not huge, like, boulder-type rock things, jumping in and out. Um, really riling up the other dogs, of course. Um, and uh, I realize that there's a gash in the side of her. I go, oh, oh shit, that's... are you cut open? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. And I don't know if maybe from the fence line, you know? Um... And it, But it's not bloody, but it's a... F- total just straight line body cut open on the side of her and i'm confused i was like why is it not bloody like it's just sort of like a view into her body but it's not bleeding which is pretty i don't know why that's terrifying if she's in the east river yeah uh yeah yeah. i I know frank is going there's polio in the water there's polio (laughs) in the water you know and then classic frank yeah and then like he's like a literal shedding a tear okay and then he's like i can't take it anymore and then so then i take her home (laughs) i wash her of course because i'm like you dirty dirty girl and 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 it's like the day where i don't even have a towel to use you know that's like i'm so backed up on laundry i go how am i gonna even clean 
this dog whole apartment smells like the East River, by the way. <laughs> like it reeks of like it could be a candle oh. scent, you know, at that point. And um and I'm scrubbing her butt, you know, scrubbing every corner of her and then cleaning up the wound. And then I sent a pic, I, I, but it wasn't bleeding. I was like, do I really need to go to the vet? This is kind of weird. Like, it's not bleeding. I don't know. And, but I sent a picture to my dad, who's a doctor, and he's like, yeah, you need to take that in. Like, I, it, there might yeah. be a little too deep. Um, so we have to get, we can't get into the see the vet until 5.30 p.m. And then we get there, and then luckily they do say, they're like, it doesn't need stitches, but we're going to shave the area around it, keep it clean, you know. Yeah. And because um, I, I keep on like, she did go in the East River, to be clear. Like, like <laughs> just yeah. pretty dirty. Just confirmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so, you know, $1 million later at the vet for nothing, oh again, for nothing. Yeah, right. They right. just shaved it. Well, peace of mind. Peace of mind and a slight shaving. <laughs> well, but so wait, um, does this mean the park is like burned moving forward? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is what I'm upset about. I'm texting my dog park friends and I was like, how am I going to come back? Because like Margie <laughs> knows. knows now, you know, like she's yep. very aware that she can get in the water. Yeah. But then I was like, that bitch, I just made friends. Like, you can't do this to me. You know, like, how dare you? How dare you yeah. take away my new group of friends in Greenpoint? And, like, I need friends in Greenpoint. I know very few people here. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now. We're trying to come up with some mm. solutions. I don't have the oh solutions gosh. yet. I'm a little convinced that if I go to the nighttime portion, maybe she won't see the water as much. She'll be more focused on playing she'll, with dogs. She could smell it. I know, but I think she'll be a little... Something. You know what? And I'm just I'm going to fucking find out, I guess. Um... But but we're definitely, I mean, we're taking days off, obviously, like, having the wound closed. Hoping to, like, amnesia. Yeah, A, looking for amnesia, <laughs> B, hoping, you know, having the wound closed. And um, and then it's funny, you know, the one thing, I, I vet, I, I hate the vet for how much they cost. I love the mm. vet for their general tone of voice. They True. are in, per what you're for. they're in permanent puppy voice. They talk at yeah. hi and the this and they're hearing your doggy had the doggy doing and they obviously <laughs> yeah. this is their whole day they speak like this and I keep 100%. imagining that they finally get home at night and they decompress and they're like oh fucking Jesus goddamn Christ you wouldn't believe any of me fucking <laughs> dogs I saw today I'm home honey <laughs> I know right and like after all day in their puppy voice and they really just let loose at the end of the day and they're like. 80-year-old smokers. Um, but it does take the edge off the bill. Like, it does yeah, take so the edge off nice having to the, pay your life savings. And they come in, they bring the, they bring the, they want to, we're just going to her, check her temperature. Margie, you're okay? And Margie rolls over because she's so nervous. And like, oh my God. You know, the sweetest goddamn vet voices out there. It's the only it's the only job where you get to do that. If uh -huh. the doctors did that, yeah, like it'd be very weird. Yeah. They'd be so someone would be calling the board of health immediately. You know? Pretty much. <laughs> Morris Morris has been rolling around in shit as he often does. Sure. And he got a skin some kind of skin infection. Oh he my got, god! Like, he broke out in like like pox or whatever, really? and so we had to take him to the to the vet. 
And they're like, yeah, you have to give him a bath every night in this like special shampoo. <laughs> oh my god! That's oh. gonna cost you a million dollars. A billion dollars. Yeah. And like just one visit was yeah. like a grand. I'm yeah. Like, I don't have a grand. No, no one does. Where am I gonna find a grand? It's just on a credit card. You know, you go, I can't. But like, oh yeah, it. that it's is a just, credit card expense. Yeah, you yeah, can't do anything about it. File. They know. Yeah. They just like just take it out of my fucking life savings. I know. Yeah, I, I walked day. out of there going, put it on my tab, honey. I <laughs> we all know I can't pay for this shit. Like what? <laughs> like who could? You know? Like I'm like right. three hundred and fifty dollars for you to just oh. clip and shave. A, a, a related story. I used to do live caricatures of pets. Right. Uh, oh at Heart of Chelsea Vet in Manhattan, mm. they used to have an open day where their, like, regular clients would come in and bring their dog um, or cat, mostly dogs. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they would give them, like, free treats and free promotional, like, you know, swag and merch and stuff. And then, and then they would get a drawing from me. That's very and nice. As, well, so they paid me, but then they also, when I told them, hey, by the way, I have a dog now, a puppy. Yeah, I need a This help. is, like, the first year I did it. And I said, um, you know, this is his, uh, at the time it was a Laurie side one. Um, and I said, you know, that's his, his local, his heart of Chelsea. And they're like, oh, really? They put 400 bucks on my tab. No they way. They gave him $400 oh credit. On which, is like, right, which is one visit. Right, which is one visit. That's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a promo code. It's like, I know, you're like wow, 50% off. No way, at Banana yeah. Republic. <laughs> that'll, oh my God. that'll cover the treats in the examination yeah. room. <laughs> That is good, though. I like that. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You should yeah. do it. You'd be good at that. I could, but will they allow it? Yeah, Greenpoint. I don't see it happening. You know? Yeah. I, there's something too schmoozy around this area. Okay. <laughs> but um, there's a fucking 5,000 vets in my neighborhood now. They keep opening new ones, which is, I mean, I'm here for it, but I'd rather they just People open keep a, buying pets. I'd like them yeah, to open say, a new dog park. Like, I'm like, stop opening vets. Like, <laughs> We need space. Um, but, okay, so that brings us to Saturday, Jason. Saturday. Okay. So Saturday, I was intending to do absolutely nothing. Great. Love which it. Which I'm very bad at. I'm bad at doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's a, I, I always, as you alluded to, I'm always doing something. Um, and so I decided, <laughs> I decided it might be fun to go there's an equinox nearby and i can get a guest pass on the weekend sure. right sure because there was a boxing class and i like boxing mm-hmm. but i've never done a class like i've never done a group boxing class in my entire living day oh. so i thought what what how bad could it possibly be it can be bad and so i should have asked more questions oh, my God. because i went in there and i just continued to be for the next hour lambasted by this very rude boxing trainer coach guy who was pretty much laying shit on everybody yeah uh through the whole the whole class well that's how they get off it's like that's yeah. their whole thing but that also doesn't yeah. motivate me. Like, does that really motivate no. anybody? <laughs> I think there was one person in the whole class who was, like, from Jersey. She was like, yeah! Was like, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but everyone else was like, oh, my God, just so mean. And so it was such a, it was such a moment, like, about two-thirds in when everyone's sweating and hot and, and exhausted <laughs> and in pain when he's still just trying to be like, all right, don't be a sissy. And everyone's like, can you just stop? You're like yeah. maybe I am a sissy, and that's just, why I'm at this class. You know, like just yeah, maybe let no me be the sissy of the class. 
I mean, you're at yeah. an equinox. It's not like you're in some, like, gym. See, like, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Okay, so an equinox, and I, this is a whole ecosystem I'm not familiar with. Yeah. I mean, I'm an equinox too. So I'm in there, and everyone in there is, like, a supermodel. Yeah. And I'm yes. this mawkish goblin just walking in there just like, hello, and in out of box. And I don't look like I belong there at all. And then... As soon as I finish, I'm like sweaty and tr- I just look like trash. And <laughs> everyone else is just like running, you know, gracefully on treadmills. And so uh, I saw a sign that said there was a cold plunge. Ooh. I keep hearing that it's very good for you to do an ice bath or a cold they plunge. Love, for, like, people recovery. love to tell you that, of course. It's very big. Of course. Yeah. All the benefits. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I- I'll do that. So I go out and it's on the deck outside, like upstairs, overlooking the vessel in Hudson Yards. And I'm like, boy, this is quite a view for something that's going to feel awful. And <laughs> I, I I plunged in not realizing you're not meant to do that. You're meant to take it easy and maybe just do your legs. Oh. And then try another day. Come back another day and that. try. Did you, you really hurt slowly. yourself? Uh, I went bright, very, very bright pink on my body <laughs> because I, it was bad. It was bad. And the, and the woman in the one next to me was like a pro. She'd clearly done this every day for months. Oh. And she was born in a cold plunge bath. And well, what don't they call she it the Windhoff like, method? Wimhoff. Wim, Wim with an Wim, M. Wimhoff. Wimhoff Wim. Wim is a guy. He's the yeah. Columbia the Iceman. And yeah. this is, I'm learning this after I've done the plunge. I should have, <laughs> I should have read up on it before yeah. I did the plunge. I appreciate I, the warning though. I think you're helping yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, no, forward. I mean, don't do, don't just do it. And there's all these warnings <laughs> there and I ignored all of them. And I did, I just, I'm in there and I'm like, this doesn't feel right. And then <laughs> I just sort of had that moment where I looked over at someone else doing it correctly and realizing immediately, oh, I think I'm in trouble. And, yeah. then, and I had to try and get myself out of the thing as my muscles stopped functioning. Frozen. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was fr- actually Very, frozen. did they tense and, right up? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I had to, like, waddle home mm-hmm. with, like, stiff legs from a boxing class I didn't enjoy and a cold plunge I did wrong. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and, and, yeah, I just collapsed on the couch and watched the final... The season finale of uh, Rings of Power. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that got me in the yeah. mood. Yeah. Wait, mm. isn't isn't your friend in that? Oh yeah, I went to London for the for the. I got to go to London for the world premiere. Right. Uh, in awesome. September. Um, my friend is the dialect coach in it. She's been the dialect coach on all okay. the Hobbit films and yeah. all the this, and she's shooting season two right now in London in the awesome. UK and. Uh, yeah, they took them four years to shoot this through through the pandemic as well, for like in New Zealand. Um, and so, yeah, she teaches everyone to speak like Elvish and Dwarvish and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, really wait, cool but, I mean, that's incredible yeah. because how did she get that job? Where, where yeah. I mean, yeah, she, you... she was already elf. a dialect she's an elf. coach and she was born an elf. <laughs> yeah. And she's immortal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, she's, she's an 400 elf. 400 years old. <laughs> I, I should have mentioned this up front. Oh my god, she is an elf. An elf. That's yeah. great. It's a cool. It is a cool job. It's a very tough job, yeah. a very demanding job. Uh, I'm sure. But, uh, 
I know it doesn't sound demanding, but it is demanding. But uh, I believe it. Yeah, but I watched it, and because everyone was hating on it online, and I was like, well, now I'm gonna, I've really got to watch it, uh, like this finale, because I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. So I was like, all right, priority one, let's watch this, let's get through it. Um, it really wasn't that bad. I think it's, people just love to hate on stuff. Yeah, that's people like the whole like thing to... of the internet. That's like their, that's the internet yeah. shtick. It's the, it's like their, it's their, it's, doing... it's their bit they do. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a great closer, yeah. the The whole thing is like, that people will watch eight hours of something just to shit on it. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say because I've heard that like a billion people have like streamed that in like the last week or something. Yeah, I mean, like, people must be all over it. I have like famously <laughs> no, literally like, never want, seen any of the movies, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yet you've seen The Craft once a month for every week, yeah. every month of your life? Yeah. yeah. I'm also going to come out as someone who has only seen the first sort of the You movies. saw? I, I haven't seen any of them. I haven't that. seen one. I saw the first one. Okay. We're bad people, though, I think. No, <laughs> I, I realize I fall in the, we follow the minority here. It's the same way. It's like, I don't like <laughs> Harry Potter, and everyone's like, what? And I'm like, I just, even as a kid, I went. Halloween. I know, and I was like. Uh, the only way I explain it to everyone is like, yeah, I liked Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I was trying to be hot. Like, I wasn't I didn't realize like it was one or the other. <laughs> to me, it was one or the other. It was like you were either into Harry Potter or you were into Jack Sparrow, and I was like, Jack Sparrow's a lot hotter, you guys, as far as I can tell. And um, that's true. What are you gonna do? He doesn't fall on the right side of history anymore. But uh... well, to be fair, neither does J.K. Rowling. So oh, good. <laughs> everyone's true. everyone's fallen from their um, <laughs> their high high horse so far. The parapet. I have to say yeah. that I yeah. did a classic. What you just said, watched the whole series of something only to get pissed off at the end um, on Saturday. <laughs> so it was a fucking beautiful day in New York on Saturday, and like yeah. Frank and I were like, we're going to do beautiful things. And then we didn't at all because we started <laughs> watching The Watcher. Okay. Oh, no. On Netflix. Didn't, that didn't yeah. look that good, though, do you think? Derek, like, I, I like watched it. I didn't, I couldn't get up. I was watching it so much. I didn't get up. <laughs> like, now it's, like, it's, it's a shining, Valley, right? shining, yeah. beautiful day outside. The world is saying, mm-hmm. come hither, come play. You might not see yeah. a day like this for eight months, you know? And no, <laughs> we, I sat on the couch and we started watching The Watcher and it is so good that I was like, oh really? shit, this is my whole day. Like, I was like, I can't. It's good? Yeah. I'm it's, surprised by that. No, That's it's very good. I, I mean, in my opinion, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I remember, of course, when we all read this story in new york magazine yeah, the article went like yeah, viral yeah, yeah and that yeah. article blew up and everything and everything that's happened to this family and like you know but enough time had passed oh. where i didn't quite remember everything like i was like i read this whole thing and i remember it but i don't remember like the small details obviously it's also a tv show so there's a lot of embellishment it's ryan murphy you know but yeah not only is it great it's funny it's like oh it's gosh. scary and funny like they they really wow. walk a beautiful line of like jennifer i mean how do you know jennifer she's incredible she's having the height of her career it's it's Always. it's so awesome yeah, she's the best. and so she's obviously you know one of the best parts of the show but everyone's great everyone's interesting weird scary funny and um i just we were we were like psych psychotically hooked to the point, oh, I was like, we're, oh, this is our whole day. Like, I can't not do it. And um, 
And um, the only time we, I mean, we did, a, we did have to take a break to take Margie out, of course. And we went to the dog mm. park and um, then I ended up buying two. When I say I ended up buying, of course, I mean Frank and I did not buy this. Uh, Frank bought <laughs> me. Um, I didn't buy it. Okay. Frank bought me two heirloom tomatoes from the farmer's market because mm. I love heirloom tomatoes. And so the rest yeah, of the, the rest of the day I spent having like one piece of tomato toast every hour. I was like, I'm having another <laughs> piece of toast, you guys. Um, and uh, so I just keep eating toast and tomatoes all day and watching The Watcher and like, you know, just uh, just eating it all up. And then, though, the finale came and I was pretty bummed. Like, and, and I, especially when you binge something so, like, psychotically, where you're like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. And then the ending came, and I, it, it felt like there were, like, 40 false endings. It kept being like, that's the end. No, so I was like, what? No, that's it. But in their defense, the, the case itself never was solved. So I guess yeah, that would be if hard. you're trying to write the end of this TV show and the real life case never did get solved, there are so many red herrings. And I, it's confusing. Um, so the ending was disappointing in that kind of way. But I also don't know if I can blame them. Like, I don't you can't wrap it up. It's such a weird story. Um, I feel like you've sold me on this because I didn't. I wasn't I super see impressed by the trailer. Oh my I god! The article, I mean, but I I loved it. I'm gonna watch it. I loved it. I really <laughs> did. The tr- the trailer was just him in the yard with the neighbors sure? trying to pick arugula from yeah. the side of the fence. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I read. The I arugula like, migrated. Like... The arugula migrated yeah. over to your side. <laughs> Um, and I was like, I like that actress. She's so funny. She's they're all so great. Funny. Everybody in it is She's... awesome. Yeah, like it's a good cast. And yeah, Naomi Watts, Australia represent. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, one of the great like uh, sort of combos is Bobby and Naomi. Yeah, and then them. I know it's uh, really I funny. Just, yeah, uh, I just I kept thinking like, uh, is this just another suburbs like? No, it's family good. moves to the suburbs and everything's weird. Like, is that? Yeah, I was also just con- con- I didn't know how they could stretch it into like episodes i guess right. too with the art because it looked like a movie I'm, sure it yeah, well it might have been first. i don't know it could have it might have been a better movie i don't right. know there, i don't know but basically there's just a lot of suspects and that's how the show goes on is there's so many suspects and um and then my other favorite thing i mean not to say there aren't cheesy moments of the show there absolutely are but because one of my favorite things in tv is to watch writers create the character of famous new york artist who now like you go she's a famous new york artist and you go why (laughs) you know like why (laughs) why is she and in this version uh naomi watts um does ceramics okay she does ceramics oh you know the famous yeah yeah she's a famous ceramic artist (laughs) and at some point Mm. they're like your whole show sold out and she goes oh my god are you serious and then you're supposed to believe (laughs) that this money is going to support this entire family of a show in Chelsea that she sold out of fucking pottery. Oh and then <laughs> I'm, pottery. and then I, I'm dying at this because I'm screaming at Frank. I go, do you know how much the gallery would be taking of her cut <laughs> yeah. of sales? Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, this doesn't Maybe add the up. Were like 
really expensive ceramics. You know, they like, like show her doing pottery, and I'm like, I'm like, so this is, but it's it's in every movie because no, I don't think, I don't right. know, I don't know if I've seen any TV show or movie correctly depict someone who's like an artist making money. It's very funny. No, exactly. It it's never comes out like right. Guess. Yeah. It's always a guesstimate. <laughs> I remember when Terry uh, Terry Hatcher in Desperate Housewives oh, was meant to be like a God. children's book illustrator. That was funny. <laughs> yes. And, and I, I loved like, that show. Wait. Yeah, I remember, like, early on, I remember watching it, because it was a big show when it first It was a huge out. show. I was obsessed yeah. with it in high school. Yeah, and uh, I was watching it, and I'm like, she does what? Yeah, no, she it doesn't. This giant house on no, Wisteria Lane. it doesn't add up. Nothing adds up. And I'm like, the alimony payments must be huge, because <laughs> this is an insane job for I know. a single mom. Because I, I was being raised by a single mom while I was watching the show. Yeah. And mom's watching her coloring in, basically. Yeah, you're like, oh, sick, dude, she colors? Yeah. Fucking high art over here. I know, that reminds me, it's like uh, in uh, in Only Murders in the Building, when they start to have fucking Selena Gomez's character, yeah. starts, like, painting I weird cartoon murals, like, on her own wall. Yeah. And then they're like, we want to give you a gallery opening. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, she, yeah. what? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like your it's work is really they, they yeah, they go, Your work's yeah. really interesting. And you go, it's actually the opposite of that. She just drew people in a window. Like <laughs> very boring. It's I don't know what's interesting. Binary. I don't know yeah. what's going on. But that's one of my favorite characters to see in anything. It's just artists who makes money. Yeah. It's and it's so funny. So Naomi it doesn't totally. that doesn't fail in this T V show is to watch the artist who makes money. Yeah. As Naomi okay. Well, now I have Potter. to watch it just for that. Yeah. <laughs> just for that. Yeah. I love that. I love seeing artists being depicted on film at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But especially people like who do something adjacent to what we do with cartooning, where yeah. it's like people just guesstimate what it looks like or what a day must be like. I for know. Them. Like... And it's so funny what they think it is. It's like a. I don't know if you ever saw the film How to Murder Your Wife with Jack Lemmon back in. I think it's like 1961 or something. Oh, I He's have like not a, seen that. It's about this cartoonist who lives in a townhouse in Manhattan, like a giant with a so manservant, okay, gold gilded bathroom mm. knobs and and a private shower and a, and a, and like 50 rooms. And he's like an adventure strip comic strip cartoonist, Stop which it. back then was like being a movie star. I mean, yeah, but you could, you know, you know it, it was huge. Mm. But it's comically overplayed as, like, he's a billionaire. He's like the Elon Musk of cartooning. Cartoon billionaire, of course. It's he, he's actually bunny. <laughs> he's bunny host, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and he, it, like, she is a throwback to that same era where yeah. the golden age of cartooning, where you probably did have a couple, you had a Connecticut place, you had a yeah. Manhattan place. You know, it's like, oh it's God. worth watching. It's called How Do You Murder Your Wife. I've heard wife. of, you know, I can't believe yeah. I've never watched that. Yeah. It's it's good. It's It still kind of holds up by how cheesy it is. I love Jack but, Lemmon, uh, obviously. Yeah. Any artist, descript- like there's a movie out now called Funny Pages or Funny Papers. I know, I everyone I keeps asking yeah. if I've seen it and I haven't seen it. I, I went to see it in Brooklyn. At the, they did like a little premiere out yeah. of the outdoor screening thing, which was terrible because the sound was just impossible yeah, um, that adds up. That adds up. yeah but it's not really a film it's more like a weird vignette and then it just stops um, but it's a cartoonist there's a kid who wants to be a cartoonist i'm like it's actually fairly realistic because he doesn't make anything of himself yeah he never he makes no money there he ends up nice. back at his parents house Sick, so yeah. I'm like, accurate yeah, this is pretty accurate pretty accurate yeah yeah, yeah. adds up adds up yeah it's owen klein did it 
Yeah. I gotta watch anyway, that. Sorry. I gotta I got, went off on a tangent. Here. No, that's no, the whole I, point. I mean, of I'm this. I'm excited to see both of these movies now. Yeah. My day took a weird so it's like we watched all of uh you know, binged all of the show and then then I was like I I needed to stay in a weird dark space of T V content. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right. I was working on my iPad the whole time, working on some art stuff, and Frank's just like watching right. TV, and then, and then I was like, ah, oh, we need to go deeper, darker, scarier, freakier, and then we find out, <laughs> I find out that Frank hasn't seen Sleepers, and I was like, oh, oh shit, I'm gonna, I was like, right. I'm gonna fuck your world up, and I'm gonna, you're gonna watch Sleepers now, um, and so we watched Sleepers. Which I haven't seen probably since I was in high school, but I just remember how horrifying it I is. I haven't seen. Oh my god, Derek! I mean, it's just it's <laughs> it's just Kevin Bacon being a, molesting children. So classic bacon. It's not, a classic Kevin Bacon molesting children in a um, juvenile detention center in New York, and uh, it's got hot, hot Brad Pitt in it. Um, and it's the height of everyone. Everybody's great. I mean, it's a very, very good movie. You, Mini Driver. It's like it's like every. It's everyone who's good from that era. Just like it. It was back when there were movie stars. Remember there were yeah. movie stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what back that when. was. It's yeah. such a good movie. If if people haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. I think right now, and um, it's very powerful, but very of the era of like the. Mm. Not to say Ben Affleck's in it, but he could have been, okay? Like, of, like, the way there's, like, there's a narrator. He's telling you what it was like to grow up on the block in the Bronx or in this fucking time. And you knew everybody who was everybody. This could be any film at this point. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like a total 90s, like, you know, Ben Affleck, whatever. But, again, not Ben Affleck. Um, But, but also, it's a true story. And it's based on, you know, it's this book this guy wrote about his life of, um, of being sent to this juvenile detention at a young age and and horrible molestation that happened amongst the security guards on these young young boys um and it's you had a heavy watch day on saturday oh i'm not (laughs) stopping there okay this is how dark i am okay i get into this stuff i go maybe we should even go darker you know like i'm still awake I'm, we're already doing and it. And now I'm like, we're already there. And then we're flipping through what else to watch. And then Frank's like, well, I never saw Spotlight. And I was like, what? And then wow. I went, and then I was like, fucking let's keep going. Okay. Yep. Um, only Frank fell asleep and I've seen Spotlight so many times. And yet I'm Same. still riveted every time. I didn't even yeah. care that he fell asleep. And I was still just like glued to the TV as if I've totally. never, as if I've never seen it. And I have. Yeah. Them going through those books with the rulers. Yes, to bring it down, and you Remember, go that priest, yeah. that priest, right. that priest, and then you're like, no, Remember no, no. Remember journalism? Yeah. Oh my god, and oh, it's such a powerful, yeah. awesome film. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have obviously, I'm so obsessed with Mark Ruffalo, who amongst us yes, is not obsessed, <laughs> and let alone you got Michael Keaton, and that story. Yeah. That's another. And it's such a powerful story. Um, yeah. And then, like, somehow the day's ending and all I've done is watch TV, you know. And, like, Frank's... Yeah, but you did some work on your iPad. Yeah, I did, I did. I worked on my iPad. (laughs) Frank's asleep, you know, and I'm, like, awake by myself watching Spotlight. And and then I'm like, justice for all, justice for all, you know, at the end. And then I'm, like, really wanting to wake Frank up to be like, I bet they're still doing it. I bet they're still priests. You think it's over? It's not over. Like, like, um, because... You did it in a Boston accent. So yeah, I know. I'm ready. I'm ready to move to Boston, actually. Um, 
Oh, and and the next morning, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, we could really come full circle. We could watch Doubt now. Like, like oh like, wow! I was like, you want to keep going? Keep it going. I could keep going. <laughs> <I know>. Like, <laughs> why stop there? Because yeah. oh I God, do. I also so love Doubt. That movie's incredible as well. Okay, I live for a dark film. I feel comfortable inside of really? it. Yeah. Um. So okay, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I have to follow that Sorry. up. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you know, Saturday, Saturday we went to, we had tickets to go to um, Knott's Berry Farm. Of course. Um, oh, yeah. Which is, if anyone doesn't know, it's like a theme park that started as a berry farm. Not so scary, uh, Yeah. So we went to the not so scary version of that. So it started at <laughs> 7 p.m., in the OC, so we decided to go down to the OC a little early because we wanted to go to this barbecue place that did, like, Texas barbecue in, I think, San Juan Capistrano, mm. which I'd never been to before. Um, really cute little town. Uh, it was, like, weddings galore. Oh. Um, it seems like it's mostly just, like, for weddings and, like, there's the, the old The town exists there. for weddings, of course. Yeah, literally. It, <laughs> there were so many weddings. I don't, I lost track of, like... I was, like, counting how many brides I was seeing. I think I stopped around, like, five or six. And it's a small town. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's really... No, that's yeah. a lot. That's too many brides, some might say. Too many brides. And that's a rom-com in itself. There's too <laughs> many brides here. Too many brides is a movie. Yeah. That's a title. But it's got Steve Martin in it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> exactly. It's a Father of the Bride spinoff. Yeah. Um, fathers of the Bride. There you go. Oh. There you go. Um... <laughs> But what was just a fun little thing is we were talking to um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend who had actually been down in the same town like a few weeks earlier. And she said, the mission has the greatest like slogan of any like tourist attraction ever. It's literally the, their slogan on all the shirts and stuff is it's worth a visit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Just, I mean, I, I love truth in advertising, and yeah. just you know, just coming out with it. I loved it. It's worth it, but you know, you could go. You promise. might as well go. You know, that's the best thing anyone has ever said about it. When they go, "Hey, that I keep, <laughs> people keep telling me about that. Should I? Is that yeah, is that like, any good? Yeah, it's worth, worth a visit." visit. <laughs> <laughs> it, you're right. It is the shrug. It yeah. is the yeah. shrug yeah, of yeah. a slogan, and I loved that. Oh my god! Um, so it made me really sad that I didn't go to the mission while we were there, but mm. we afterwards we were driving to Knotts, um, which is just a little bit north, as the sun was setting, and very uncharacteristic for Southern California, it just started like rain, really hard rain, lots of lightning, and I'm like, of all fucking nights, the yeah. one night that I am like actually outside until like two a.m. Okay, is the but night, the one night, Derek, of were you not so happy? <laughs> Here's the thing: you I love thunderstorms. That's like your thing. I do love thunderstorms, but I don't want to be like out in the rain. You wanted to for, witness like, it from six inside. Hours. Like, yeah. Right. I, mean, I also don't mind doing like a running an errand or something in the rain. That's sort of fun. But being in a theme park, you've already spent a lot of money to be in, mm. waiting in lines while it rains. Mm-hmm. Not an ideal situation. Sure, yeah. sure. But it was really fun. I um, We went with, again, it was me, my husband, and then my brother-in-law and his girlfriend. And she was sort of a first-timer. She had never really done haunt, so it was sort of... It's always fun to go with someone who doesn't know what to expect, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but she was a real trooper. The okay, wait, and you're all, like, soaked. Are you soaked, basically? Soaked. And also, of course, it, it adds this uh, benefit of when you're walking through the maze and someone jumps out, you're, like, slipping. Oh, oh, that's like, funny, though. Yeah. That's actually like the, funny. There's no roof on some of them, so it's, yeah, it's just literally an accident waiting to happen. But we, basically, she was conquering her fears with the mazes. And, like, my fear is, is rides a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, I oh. am someone who, it's, I have heights issues, so that sort of takes out, like, half the rides at somewhere like Knott's. But then the other sort of thing I have to get past is I, I'm claustrophobic mm. and I really don't like being sort of like confined with like the bars and the seatbelts and everything. Like mm. that distresses me out. It like puts me on high alert because, you know, you can't move. It's like they're tight. You're so funny, Derek. Hold on. I have to cut in here just for what he's saying because this is a man who loves to go to scary places, you know? Yeah. Um, Derek likes to go to haunted houses, and he, like, lives for this shit. But now he's claiming he has issues within it, and it, it's really funny. With, with it's the, really deeply the funny. Element, the ride part. Okay. Like, any rides. Okay, like, Derek. have the same sort of problem. What do you like in an Uber? <laughs> But I, halfway through the night, you know, I think everyone was, like, needing a break of the people jumping out at you. Mm -hmm. And so we picked a ride, and I was like, okay, I'm going to just be brave, and I'm going to go through this. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, it wasn't even that intense of a ride, but we went through, and it was great. I, like, literally came off that ride and was like, oh, my God, let's go again. Wow. We go again, and the ride breaks down. No! (laughs) is my biggest fear as a claustrophobic person. And it's not a normal fucking ride where it's just yeah. like, oh, I've got, you know, it's over my shoulders or something. It's this, like, pony roller coaster thing where you're, like, lean leaning over. No. And your legs are, like, locked in. You're dangling? And your back is being pushed. Oh, God. That's you're awful. not dangling. You're, like, riding a horse. But, like, they've got, like, the back oh, You're in a weird you position, forward. though. Yeah, it was. You know, they're also like, don't ride if you have back pain. Oh and my then I god, got stuck that's in like that last week on the Ugh. fucking horse, whatever. This shit is I the kind on. of thing that shows up on the eleven o'clock news. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When a ride like, breaks I, down. Yeah. Oh, Derek, how long so, were you stuck? So here's the thing, also, what annoyed me though is we it was at the <laughs> the exit part, so we had okay. in our view you can see the exit the workers. Yeah, yeah, and no one was communicating <laughs> with us. We just saw them running back and forth across the platform making calls and stuff. And I'm just like, just someone tell me this is normal. Yeah. Like, it won't be that long. I was so, and Alex knows that like I am already about to have a panic attack. Yeah, I'm course. like ready to die. Um, thank God. I think it was only for like 10, 10 or 15 minutes, but I swear to God, it felt like an hour. <laughs> I was like so shaken after that that I was just like I I really was not having a great time oh man okay Derek what, where do you I mean I can't believe you're actually stuck on a ride um really falls in line for you though like I think it yeah I have it really, really bad sort luck. of goes, goes with your whole personality where does the yeah. Coney Island ride fall for you then like the the haunted Coney Island ride that we've done together okay. like as far as spooky where does that fall for you to me, that's almost scarier because it's, like, an old thing. And pe- they actually, like, touch you on that, right? Like, I feel like I've definitely been, like, Do they touch you? They accident. jump out. They jump I mean, out they a lot. they can touch your back or something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because we have that photo of us screaming Ooh. on it. But you were so excited it. to get on it, so. 
I, I love being scared okay. if it's something that I have a sense of control over. Okay. It's basically what it comes okay. down to. All right. Yeah. All right. When I'm Stalkers stuck beware. This is how Derek can get off on this stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was my Saturday. Did you have soggy feet at the end of the night? Yes, because the problem too is I was wearing no one was shoes ready. that are like walkable. Yeah. Right? No one was ready. And for part rain. of that is I've broken these in. They have holes in them. Of course. A little bit on the sides. And so I yeah, I was soaking wet, soggy shoes the whole night. <laughs> but I mean That's the worst that's actually the time. scariest thing you've said to me this whole time. The soggy shoes part is hard. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> oh my god. But oof. Not a great wow. end to the night. All right, so that, that leads <laughs> that right in, that leads right into the uh, Sunday scaries, as people like to call them. The Sunday <laughs> yes. scaries. Who's, who's calling them that? Uh, calling so them many that? people call. Did you get your Sorry. Sunday scaries? Um, people have them all the time. You never had it? Okay, you know what? You're lucky, I guess. Um, tell, but tell us, tell us about your Sunday scaries, Jason. Me, Sunday Scaries. I uh, I missed a call with my buddies back in Australia because they said they wanted to call. One of them's in London, one of them's in Australia, and one of them, it, me, is here. Uh, That's a time so, yeah, I know, time there's is. no good time <laughs> except 8 a.m. on Sunday morning, mm. and I totally slept through it. I, I mm. completely blew past my alarm. I slept through the whole thing, and then they texted me I, like when I woke up, and I was like, ah, shit, I'm sorry, guys, I... Sunday morning, you know, yeah. um, and it was, you know, fine, whatever. But um, every Sunday, I've been doing this for like six years. I go to uh, this diner with my buddy uh, at oh, three p.m. Yeah, Remedy Diner with Ethan, uh, yeah. and uh, three p.m. Uh, Remedy Diner in Houston Street, and order the same same overpriced shit, and uh, and then we get drinks. I only really drink on Sundays now. That's a new thing for the last while. But um, hmm. yeah, we go to Luc- Lucienne on uh, first and first. Oh, Lucienne, of course, yes. Frank sells wine. Too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great wine list. And so they have like this little bar set up towards the middle of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and we just sit there and listen to the people around. There is the so many models to listen to at Lucienne. Yeah. <laughs> Models are at dinner in every corner, not eating, wearing just a big time, a big giant t-shirt and they're just sort of staring at people, but other people are very expensive t-shirt. I'm sure. Oh my God. It is that no, I mean, Lucien is the place to be eating, to be seen eating. Oh my God. Or not eating. Or not eating. Um, One time Frank called, one time Frank called me and he's like, I can't believe I'm telling you this. Because like, why would I do this to my own self? But like, I'm I'm at Lucien eating dinner, and Alexander Skarsgård sitting next to me, and I literally got in a cab. I was like, I'll be there in ten minutes. That's so funny. That's hilarious. And I got in a cab, and I said, "Fucking take me to Lucien, okay?" And I get to this dinner, (laughs) and I sit there, and I pretend to be having dinner with Frank's work people, and I'm staring at Alexander Skarsgård for the whole dinner. And I'm like, there he is, there he is. I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. Oh my god, oh my god, true blood. You know, like everything I've ever wanted. Okay, right. and um, there he is. And then meanwhile, there was a model at this dinner, and she did oh. not care for me. Okay, um, and that's that's what it's like to be at Lucien. The food's that's incredible, kind of it, obviously. The, 
the food is the great. Highs and lows. Uh, the the turnover is insane. I mean, it's a yeah. different set of waitresses every single time you go. Yeah. Um, and they're all a mix of French and British and yeah. and Polish, and it's hilarious. It's just like this cavalcade. <laughs> Is rotating cavalcade of interesting faces and voices and accents, and there's this every now and then on the Sunday. There's this famous documentary filmmaker. Ethan always points him out to me, and I don't know who he is. Apparently, he's a, a bit of a deal, but I don't know who he is. And that's the only famous person I think I've ever seen there, apart from like one time I saw Chloe Savini in the in the. Ooh, in the I used to serve booth. her when I worked at Aldi Lab. Oh, that's the only famous person I've seen at Lucien. Everyone else is just some kind of model. I found it because, well, I say I found it. Like, I first went there on purpose uh, because it was close to where I lived. And also, I uh, read about it in, I think it was Christopher Hitchens' memoir at some point. Mm. It's so famous. It's such a famous restaurant. Yeah, Yeah, it's such a New York... um... Some might say an institution. My goodness. Well, okay. some might say. So you went. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Sunday afternoon. Is what I'm and we just perch there and and and, that's and nice. fetch and write write jokes and and uh, yeah, and it's like it's a nice kind of it's just the only regular thing I do every week. Everything else is just in flux, and it's just so in. Like, it's just craziness, and the only thing, the only anchor point that I have is that Sunday afternoon oh, ritual. That's nice. So, yeah, there was, and, and that was pretty much the night, because I came back and just, crap, I was so tired, probably because of the boxing from Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. I just mm-hmm. crashed and had the biggest, longest sleep of my life. Oh. That's nice. From all the, yeah, from, from all the food but yeah i feel that my <laughs> my my winter sleeps are coming i'm starting to sleep later mm-hmm. i'm starting to do that thing mm-hmm. where i can't and i'm like oh no the winter sleep hillary <laughs> monsters here where i just like yeah. don't get up you know and i'm like yep. what the fuck you know why hold my eyes mm-hmm. open it's 11 a.m and that's really dark like don't tell people okay yeah. um <laughs> it's when the sun starts setting earlier and it does something to you um it does Sunday after whatever, I mean, basic whatever life shit I worked out and we cleaned the house and stuff. But, um, okay, so we went. Well, A, my mom called me and we were laughing about, like, who's going to murder Alex Jones. And that was just funny to laugh with my mother about. I was like, someone's got to do it, right? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who's going to, like, I assume someone will, you know? Um, but, uh, and then Frank and I saw the triangle of sadness and holy oh mother of god is if not the fucking funniest shit i haven't seen in a long time the triangle of sadness this it is one can yeah it one can okay. it's um the guy who did it has below deck vibes no it literally like so you guys were talking vibes. earlier <laughs> it is below deck meets the beach <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. I like both of those things very much. Of course. Of course. So it's, um, what did he make before, Derek? He made, um, oh my God. I actually don't know. No, we all know. Oh, fuck a duck. Um, hold on a second. Is that it? He made fuck a duck. Um, try, this guy is a famous filmmaker and we are being stupid in this moment. In this moment, we're being um, done because he made um, Ruben Ostlund. Yeah, Ruben made. Oh, stop it, Hillary! Why can't you remember things? 
Ruben, here we are. He made, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he, he made Force Majeure. Um, um, I did not see Which that. also won. Did that not also win Can? Or what, let alone High Award? And The Square. This guy's a great filmmaker. He is uh, incredible when it comes to drama and comedy coming together in, in a mm-hmm. fascinating way. So, so, um, so his new movie, Triangle of Sadness, is absolutely incredible. Apparently, yes. I didn't know this, that Triangle of Sadness is what they say in the fashion model industry. It's between your yeah. eyebrows and your nose. It's just this is your Triangle of Sadness because it's where all of your feelings can come together. Okay. Um, so it's got Woody, I mean, Woody Harrelson's in it. Okay. It's an episode, right? Um, yeah. it is right. a bunch of rich, some famous, um, uh, some actual models, wealthy people on a yacht mm-hmm. and the yacht gets stranded. And right. st- <laughs> I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how, how good it is. I can't, I can't. I'll have you know, I was laughing to the point of screaming to the point of people were getting upset with me, okay? I got a lot of heads turning at me, and I didn't care at all because I was having, I, I walked out, and I was like, I, that's the funniest thing I've seen in, like, five years. Um, wow. So, go that's see it. Cool. I know. Well, all you right. know, but it won. It's great. Oh, my God, is it, it good? It won, won the Palme d'Or. It did won the Palme d'Or. Anyway, so we saw that at Nighthawk, which is my favorite movie theater to, in this life. Love and, that. You know, they make a yeah. real good old-fashioned, yeah. which is I love. Yeah, they do. Um, and then when we came home, you guys, Frank had fallen asleep the night before, so we <laughs> did watch Spotlight again. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I said, did. I said, I'm not against it, okay? I'm fine with it, actually. I can, I can watch this movie every day of my life in a really weird way. Um... <laughs> And that's it, okay? That's my whole thing. How many times do you think that makes it now that you've seen that? I'm not sure. It's reaching <laughs> 10, for sure. Yeah. I think it's reaching yeah. 10. That's actually really yeah. impressive, though. I love it. I love the score. It's I love the brilliant. tone. I love the general tone, and the level mm. of people's voices. It's a very ASMR movie. Mm-hmm. They're flipping through books. They don't raise their voice until they really need to. Uh, the music, yeah. the, the the palette, the palettes are beautiful. The colors, um, yeah, you're right. The color grading is great on it. Uh, yeah, yeah right. everything's yeah. great. Everything's great in that movie. Um, oh my god. Okay, so Jason, so um, you have to rate your weekend now uh, at a one through ten of all the weekends you've literally ever had your whole entire life. Where does ever this weekend have? fall? Ten being the best. Ooh, 10 being the best. Okay, so um, I'm going to deduct points for watching a rape movie instead of a rom-com. And I'm going to take some extra points off for the boxing class being really bad. And then getting myself. You're going low. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's getting, starting at the end. It's really going down. And then I think... Uh, I missed the call with my friends in Australia yeah, on Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's extra points lost. I'm going to call this one a five. Yeah, you're it's low. Okay. Yeah. Five spare. Five spare. We're going to have yeah. to have you back on to have a better weekend. My God. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's oh, not a great one. Oh, my God. I love it, actually. I think five is fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Room Derek. to improve. 
Absolutely, and that's the best way to live your life. Okay, um, Derek, you where are you at on your number scale? So I did not recap my Sunday, but I will say it was Wait, very Wait, I didn't mean to do that to you. No, it was literally the most uneventful Sunday anyway. Oh, okay, I I'm just being stupid, though, to be clear. <laughs> I mean, we're all very – I think at this point I'm starting to get tired just because of the sun setting. So I, I, I will say <laughs> what because happened? of the uneventful Sunday and because of the – sort of like general FOMO that I was feeling and the stuck on the ride part. I'm also going to go low, maybe not as low as five, but I definitely think I'm probably going to do like a six. It's allowed. No, you don't lie to yourself. Just be, be true to yourself. That's my experience. You did. I mean, to be in the not, not so scary farm in, in the rain and not, I assume you didn't have an umbrella. Oh, no. No. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't do anything, actually, this weekend outside of the couch. So, uh, I mean, I saw a movie. I watched an entire season of a TV show, and I paid a vet bill. So, um, the only thing, but the things that I watched were so good. So, I'm going to stay with a seven. Like, I did lose okay. money to the vet. Um, but I did get to see Margie just swimming in the East River. Happier, happy as a clam. <laughs> happy as a clam yeah. going, I'm going to Manhattan today. See you later. Um, <laughs> and just because the watcher was so good until the end, whatever. And, and again, damn, damn if Triangle of Sadness isn't one of the fucking funniest things I've seen in my whole life. So that really yeah, boosted my spirit. So I'm going seven. Um, five, six, seven. Oh my God. We're in order. We're in order. <laughs> Um, well, Jason, thank you so much for talking to us. And, um, thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah, we're happy to have you, of course. And listeners, you can find, um, uh, Jason's work. Well, of course, it's all over the internet. He has a new (laughs) Substack, a new Substack uh, publication called New York Cartoons. You can subscribe, read, listen, like. To his work there um um i think that's the best place to find it but you tell me yeah, is there somewhere the else very no, good no. very good <laughs> i know well fuck the internet obviously um <laughs> obviously my god yeah. um but you find his work there and i subscribe and i'm a listen i'm an avid reader i love it that was What'd You Do This Weekend with Hillary and Derek. And a quick thank you to our band, Caravella. You can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com. <laughs>